community <clears throat> of retreatants, of yogis they like to use in the states, seekers of the way, those aspiring to higher things in our lives. One of the uh, struggles that I mentioned, I've mentioned earlier, is that uh, leaving the monastic community was the two things that perhaps are the most uh, were the most difficult for me is the sense of community, uh, a sense of belonging, having purpose and meaning, and simplicity. Two qualities that I think are. In our hearts, we long for, even though we may be busy people or we uh, like busyness, that the human heart seeking uh, awakening uh, to that which is uh, uplifting for our lives, for our body, mind, and soul, is that uh, we wish to belong, be a part of something, not feel alone, and to simplify as much as possible. <clears throat> so everything in life for certainly these days and probably for quite some time is, leads us into a world of complexity, the world of the senses, of the eye, uh, seeking objects of the eye, visual contact, visual attraction in the ear and sounds, nose and what we smell, what we sense through that door of our senses, uh, hearing, tastes, uh, sensations of the body and what we think of mind. And for most of us here, we've heard these things over and over and over and over again. But in this lies the, the path and its fruit. It's right here before us. It never goes anywhere. Our minds, our unattended minds, our distracted minds, our chaotic minds, whatever you wish to call the, the mind that is not present, leads us away from our hearts, leads us away from truth because we are caught up in and attracted to the sense bases. <clears throat> so it's, we're attracted to that which we like and we're repulsed by that which we don't like. So this vacillation, this pendulum swing from one extreme to the other is what the Buddha is pointing to in the middle path. <clears throat> Ajahn Chah would say that I sit here, he says, and look down the path for others as much as I can and see that they're a little far to the right. Say, oh, a little bit back to the left, please. Take a little too far to the left and say, oh, a little bit back to the right, please. <clears throat> always directing and encouraging us to find 
that middle way, that middle ground. And this is extremely profound because the middle ground is not easy and your middle ground may not be my middle ground and so on. But our intention is not to judge or to compare, which is very hard not to, to pay a compare and contrast. It's one of the things that we like to do, and we can do it skillfully. We can do it in ways that are productive if we have a certain job that requires us to do that. But in everyday lives, walking through life, moving through life, there's that tendency to always uh, look up to that which we aspire to and look down to that which we uh, don't aspire or that we loathe or dismiss or want to push away. So in your heart, in your mind, in your center of awareness, of presence, what are those things? They speak to us uh, con con continuously. Or even if we're sitting and our eyes are closed, just listening to the sound of words of encouragement. That we have the uh, listening to the heart, that place of resonance within us. And it's uh, the best place, and maybe perhaps the only place, that we can take a true pulse of what is going on within this body and mind. Not other bodies and minds, but this body and mind. I thought of the analogy of, like, we all have these little spacecrafts or space vessels that might sound a little corny, but think about it. We have a vehicle. The body is a vehicle, isn't it? It is a. It moves. It uh, comes and goes and rises and sits down and moves through the postures and it moves through space and time. So it's a traveling space vessel, a sacred vessel, if you choose to see it that way, because in it lies sacredness, in it lies benevolence, as well as malevolence. We have these extremes that we feel in the world, we're impacted by our sense bases with all of the things around us. So my path is to move this vehicle the vehicle that I can have influence over and some control through space and time in as harmonious a way as possible. You know, if we're thinking about driving, say, on the motorway, on a particular road, and we constantly have to, if we're an alert, attentive driver, then we need to continuously be making adjustments, not only for the automobile that we are 
behind the wheel of, but for others, because the others are unpredictable, aren't they? Especially in the road, people have all sorts of things that are going through their heads when they're behind the wheel of an automobile. And of course, the only good driver on the road is me. So in the same way, we you know, move our bodies through our lives, through time and space, and needing to make adjustments. But if I have the wheel of my vehicle, if I know where the brake is, know where the accelerator is, how to steer, move forward, backward, left, right, turn, back up, then that's, that's the vehicle that I can be fully responsible for. So within this vehicle, then, as I move through time and space, as I move through life, how well do I navigate the path in front of me? What are the tools? What are the uh, methods and uh, structures and so on that help me navigate through uh, this thing called life? So here in the Buddhist path of awakening, the, what we've been elaborating and digging more deeply and unpacking, as I've said, the precepts is a wonderful place of reference, a reference point. place that we can take uh, our pulse, take the temperature, see where I stand, where this body and mind stands, or walks, or sits, or lies down. And although I say it's very simple in, in its expression, just to sit with body and mind alert, Body erect, mind alert, mindfully I breathe in, mindfully I breathe out. The words are very simple, yet the actual practice is not always that simple, is it? And so too with life, with <clears throat> living in the world, that we can live in the world but not necessarily be of the world. And that's not just a kind of cliche or a nice saying. And I certainly believe that that's what, if we're here, if we're seeking, if we are seekers of the way, then that's something we desire more deeply to be in the world, part of it, contribute in some meaningful way, but also to have a certain uh, ability to move without too much, uh, too many collisions. <clears throat> As we bump up against difficulties, uh, other people, other things. But in the end, we're really bumping up against our own heart, our own desires, our own likes and dislikes. So the, the adjustment 
can be made within. And I've found that when I can make the adjustment, then everything else adjusts. That doesn't mean I've changed people or people are necessarily different. But how I perceive them, how I hold them in my heart, changes. And it's quite miraculous, actually, that with that, they seem to change because I've changed. So bring forth uh, your best effort to be here, be now, be present. What is your object of meditation? Do you have a clear, defined methodology? Or are you kind of free-flowing, kind of whatever comes up? We'll do a little bit of body scan and then kind of check out the breath a little bit and then uh, maybe I'll do the uh, element meditation so contemplate the wind element the earth element fire water space spaciousness which can be absolutely fine but if you're looking to collect, to focus and unify that uh, inner resource of <clears throat> samadhi, then it's good to stay with a particular object, such as the breath, the natural rhythm of breath. As many of you have probably read, the mindfulness of breathing, the Buddha takes us through uh, from knowing a long inhalation as a long inhalation, a short inhalation as a short uh, inhalation, or exhalation, long and short, <clears throat> all the way through to refining and reflective and to the complete uh, liberation uh, from all that obstructs <coughs> us from awakening. body and breath are for me an old friend a trusted friend you know within reason the body even though it argues and doesn't like certain things and it will eventually uh, it's it marches to its demise that it's a good friend if we treat it well the breath is a good friend because it's there it's constant Here's a, a wonderful place to always establish ourselves. <clears throat> 